Happy, happy Thursday, everyone. This is Sylvia from The Daily with Syl Stein on Anchor. I hope you all are having a wonderful and blessed day. Um, today, we're going to uh, continue on the book by author Amy Peters, The Writer's Devotional, 365 Inspirational Exercises, Ideas, Tips, and Motivations on Writing. We're going to start off with where we left off, which was Friday Biography, Saturday Books to Read, and Sunday Writing Prompt. We're going to resume and then try to go into a little bit about week 27, maybe touch up on that a little bit at the end. But um, we'll get started in just a moment. And welcome to The Daily with Silstein on Anchor. I hope everyone's having a fantastic Thursday. Happy Thursday, everyone, and welcome to The Daily with Silstein on Anchor. We are discussing the book by Amy Peters, the writer's devotional, 300 inspirational exercises, ideas, and tips and motivations on writing. And we left off, on Tuesday we left off, uh, we, we did um, Writers on Writing, Tuesday Motivation, Writing Class, Thursday Editing, and Now we're in biography. That's where I'll begin. Literature is analysis after the event. This quote is by Doris Lessing, or author Doris Lessing. Let's read more on her. Doris Lessing, 1919 and still living, was born in Persia, now Iran. Both her parents were British. Her father was a clerk in the Imperial Bank of Persia and her mother a nurse. In 1925, the family moved to what is now Zimbabwe. Lessing, Lessing has described her childhood as an uneven mix of pleasure and pain. She was sent to a convent school and then to an all-girls high school from which she dropped out at the age of 13. Lessing continued her education on her own, primarily through reading. She ordered books from London, which fed her imagination. Independent from the start, she left home for good when she was just 15 and took a job as a nursemaid. She also began writing stories and sold a few to magazines in South Africa. By 1949, Lessing had had been married, divorced, remarried, and again divorced. She had abandoned her first two children and moved to London with her young son. Soon after arriving, she published her first novel, The Grass is Singing, and began her career as a professional writer. She has written more than 50 books, many of them highly politicized novels that dealt with racial relations in in Africa. She was awarded the Nobel Prize for Literature in 2007. So this is uh, someone you should look up, Doris Lessing. Um, she's, she has quite the story, and with everything going on now in the world, uh, this is an important uh, author to look up, and I hope you will. Uh, Doris Lessing, um, her birthday it, is in 1919, and she's still living, and uh, at, at least, you know, um, she has written uh, many books, and uh, and she has had quite a story, and if you look up her story and read The Grass is Singing. 
I have not had an opportunity to read any of her books, but I plan to because uh, this book always recommends different types of authors that you may or may not have heard of. So um, hopefully you have, but if you haven't, please listen, uh, take a look at Doris Lessing and her life and her books. And uh, aside from her, you know, aside from being a great author that you need to look up and everything she's written, you know, she, she writes highly politicized novels. She has the same name as my niece. My niece back home, shout out to her and her mom, uh, Frances, my sister, and uh, and her husband, Rick, and my mother, of course. They're all back in Bronzeville, Texas. I have a niece named Doris Amelia, which is a beautiful name. And uh, here's another Doris. So, you know, aside from, uh, you know, they're, they're, that name is very unique. There are people who have it, but it's a very unique name, lovely name. And uh, I just thought I'd mention that. And we'll be right back to Saturday Books to Read. So be sure to look up Doris Lessing. And welcome back to The Daily with Syl Stein on Anchor. Now we're going to continue with Saturday Books to Read. First there was a biography by about author Doris Lessing. And now we're going to Saturday Books to Read. This is week 28 of the book by author Amy Peters, The Writer's Devotional, 365 Inspirational Exercises, Ideas, Tips, and Motivation motivation on Writing. The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. One day the Great Gatsby flashed upon us. The promise of the first novel of the greatly gifted young writer was fulfilled. And this was written by Alice B. Toklas. And it says this, When The Great Gatsby was published in 1925, it it was met with a lukewarm response. The book went through only two printings, and years later, many copies remained unsold. Many of the critical reviews were positive, but it did not sell as well as F. Scott Fitzgerald's previous novels, This Side of Paradise and the Beautiful and the Damned. Now a first edition with a dust jacket can fetch as much as 250000 The Great Gatsby is a classic coming-of-age novel set in the 1920s. North Dakota basically tells the story of North Dakota farm boy Jay Gatz recreates himself as the dashing and mysterious Jay Gatsby. Written at the at the then peak of American prosperity and set in a wealthy community on Long Island Sound, the book captures the heart of the jazz age using a deft hand with language. Fitzgerald creates an allegorical reflection of an America on the verge of descent. The Great Gatsby, with its universal themes of unrequited love, the inescapable temptations of wealth, and the desire to escape one's past, has become one of the most read novels of the American 20th and 21st centuries. So this is really interesting to to hear, and it's one of my favorite books, F. Scott Fitzgerald's The Great Gatsby. I've always loved Fitzgerald, 
But I, I read, um, uh, from a very young age, I read literature. And one of my favorite pieces was always F. Scott Fitzgerald's The Great Gatsby. I have to uh, go back and thank uh, my one of my the greatest English teachers I ever had back in Bronzeville, Texas, in high school, Mr. Erickson. He was amazing at our, our alma mater, Hannah High School. Shout out to everybody there. Mr. Erickson really brought um, uh, a lot of elements to his class, and one of those was to teach us literature and the love of classical and art and how it, it all came together when he taught English 5. And I'll never forget how wonderful, what a wonderful experience it was to have that class and to learn about these great literary figures. So The Great Gatsby is, is a story I've read for quite a while. I've read the book, I saw the movies, especially the one with Robert Redford. Uh, and I believe it was um, uh, Bruce Dern who plays Tom Buchanan. In the old film, if you want to read the book first, of course, read that. Then watch the movie by Redford and um, and Dern, Bruce Dern. And I think it's Mira, Mia Farrow who comes out as Daisy Buchanan. So you might uh, go back and look at that. And uh, of course, I do love the newer interpretation of Baz Luhrmann's um Great Gatsby for the new generation, and of course Leonardo DiCaprio, and the way they did the different twists with uh, with a narrator of Nick, uh, played by Kobe McGuire. Toby McGuire was really really great as well. So it, 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 it there's a different takes to it, but the book itself is uh, is amazing, and I really enjoyed it. And it's 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 really weird to hear that it didn't do so well. I think it was ahead of its time, truthfully. You know, I don't, you know, I can't really say for sure, but that's what I feel it was. And now it's just one of the classics. So if you haven't taken the time to read The Great Gatsby, I'm sure you have, but if you haven't, please check out Books to Read, Saturday uh, Books to Read with The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Scott Fitzgerald. So uh, we'll be right back with more of The Daily with Silstein on Anchor featuring the book by author Amy Peters, The Writer's Devotion. We'll be back. And welcome back to The Daily with Silstein on Anchor. And now we're going to do Sunday writing prompt. Here featuring the book, A Happy Thursday, everyone. For those that are just joining, we're doing the Writer's Devotional 365, 365 Inspirational Exercises, Ideas, Tips, and Motivations on Writing by author Amy Peters. And we're, we, we discussed Saturday books to read. We were discussing F. Scott Fitzgerald, The Great Gatsby. We learned about author Doris Lessing, Look, look Her Up for Friday Biography. And I must add to the books to read when I was talking about F. Scott Fitzgerald and how I read it since I was in high school back with Mr. Erickson. He was an awesome and amazing teacher. And a few years back, he did pass away. But he, like I said, he was one of the greatest teachers. So shout out to you, Mr. Erickson. And um, for all those that took Mr. Erickson back in high school, um, we learned a lot because of him. And it was an amazing 
class and uh, kudos goes to you and I will never forget it. Just thought I'd say that. And uh, then I'm going to add Sunday writing prompt. So let's go to my first love. Perhaps the most personal prompt and the one you might not feel like sharing, writing about your first love may take time and patience. See if you can recall the thrill of meeting the person you thought was right for you. And then the subsequent happiness and sadness that came with this experience. One of the most powerful tales of first love is the young adult novel Forever by Judy Bloom. First published in 1975, this tale of teen sexuality is so evocative that it remains high on the list of the 100 most frequently challenged books by the American Library Association. What's more interesting is that, that this story of first love continues to be read as fresh and original more than 30 years after it was published. Will yours, do you think your story stands the test of time? Or are the circumstances locked in the moment in history when it happened? So this is interesting. Uh, you know, we all have a first love. Some of us like to say it, some of us don't. Um, but Judy Bloom, uh, that's another uh, great, ama amazing writer. She's written so many books on teens and, and, and this book especially was you know, seeing it, you know, challenged because of what it talked about. But what I loved about it is the sincerity for which she's always written. You know, Judy Bloom is 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 top on the list of, of writers that goes there and has gone there with books such as, you know, she uh, she's, you know, she's an American writer of children and young adult books. And she's written so many like, uh, there's so many fudge. Are you there, God? It's Margaret. Uh, a collection of such great books. And she's so distinguished by what she writes. But will you stand the test like the, um, the many love stories that you read or that you read, like the YAs, the different loves and the, the different things or the tragic loves or the different things that you might want to write about. Um, everyone has a, a way of writing. So this is an interesting uh, prompt that you can work on. I um, written in my books, the, the, the only book I have out that talks about a romance that was, that was um, beautiful and tragic was Chasing Clarity. So I started writing about that, but that was that was uh on uh when I started writing it for Na National Novel Month, it it was a uh, something tragic I had heard and I turned it into that story. And I created these two characters of Mia Gerard and Leo Dancy and then of course there's Henry, but you would have to read my book to know um what that's about, but th that's as close as I've gotten to a romance besides living you know i feel like me and my husband you know have our own story to tell one day um and it's beautiful but um as far as uh, other stories that you read about or see in the movies and and you know what what is what is it something that you could distinguish that is close to it in your own words so you might want to 
to, you know, really think about that. And we can talk about that on the next show because I'll be curious to hear your answers on that. So, uh, like I said, you know, will you, do you think your story stands the test of time or are the circumstances locked in the moment in history when it happened? So for me, you know, there's a lot of great books that tell love stories. I I personally can go back to um, the great Gatsby and the, the, the love of Jay Gatsby to, um, the love of Jay Gatsby and, um, uh, the uh the way that he uh loved Daisy and the tragedy Sorry about that. We're back on the daily with Silstein on Anchor. I do this on my phone sometimes and it uh when somebody calls it takes off what i was saying so my apologies on that as i was saying for me a great love story is um reading about jay gatsby and his love for daisy buchanan and the tragedy that comes behind that but it it was uh, the intense love that he felt and how he wanted to relive his past or go back to it and you know though that's a romance that i always admired and looked look to even though it was fictional and there's many others but still do think about that for this writing prompt and you know it's your own personal prompt that you want to write about and I'll maybe work on something and see what we can come up with or I can come up with and if you want to share your own please feel free to contact the daily with Silstein on anchor you can record it or call it in or you can email at silwriter07 at gmail.com and we'll be right back with the wrap-up and welcome back to the daily with Silstein on anchor and now we're back to doing the wrap-up of the Daily with Silstein on Anchor, featuring the book by author Amy Peters, the writer's devotional, 365 inspirational exercises, ideas, tips, and motivations on writing. But I'm going to focus on working on week 27 at the beginning of our next show. Um, I got so wrapped up with week 28 that um, I would like to wait to do the week 27 and review a little bit more on it. And then we'll review also on week 28 on our next show. Plus, there's also more Coffee Chronicle shows coming up. Um, and I'm going to add additional books, speak about my books as well as others. And there's more additional news coming soon. And the newsletter hopefully will be out next week. I'm hoping by Tuesday, the latest would be Thursday of next week, our first newsletter. I'll let you know how to subscribe to the Daily with Silstein on Anchor. And I also hope to bring you more author interviews, editors, and different things that uh, we can discuss, uh, many, many things. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Thank you for joining me here on the Daily with Silstein on Anchor, discussing the book by author Amy Peters, the writer's devotional. I hope you all have a happy, happy Thursday. Have a most blessed one. Thank you for tuning in. This has been the Daily with Silstein on Anchor.
I hope you'll join us again for another episode. Happy Thursday.